The information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a qualified licensed professional counselor or a qualified licensed medical provider. Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of the Evolving Chair podcast. I'm your host, Lakeisha, and I'm just so excited that you guys are taking the opportunity and time to tune in and listen, and hopefully we'll be getting to evolve together through this journey. Well, we are in the month of April. April has so many great awarenesses going on this month. One that I want to shed light on is actually National Autism Awareness Month. And National Autism Awareness Month is usually highlighted with the puzzle logo, which reflects community, creativity, and just highlighting that Individuals with autism may be different, however, they still have a piece within our community for us all to fit together, which is pretty cool. Um, Just to kind of highlight a few facts about autism, one in 68 children in America will be diagnosed or have the possibility of being diagnosed with autism. And one in 42 boys are actually diagnosed with autism, which means that boys are five times more likely to be diagnosed than girls are. And there are no medical detections or cures for autism. Some of the signs for autism can include the child avoiding eye contact and preferring to be alone, the child remaining nonverbal or has delayed language development, or performing repetitive behaviors such as rocking, spinning, or flapping. And you can go on to autism speaks with an s.org website to learn more about screening tools, screening services that are offered in your state and the process based on the age of the child. For information about what to do in the community to bring awareness to National Autism Awareness Month, or just to continue it on beyond the month of April, you can go to the autism-society.org website, and you can also list your ideas of an activity you may or an event you may want to do to bring awareness to um, autism, as well as learn about the research that's continuing to go on and how autism affects families and children. One thing I thought that was really, really cool was that the Autism Society has a partnership with AMC Theaters where they are working with them to make sensory-friendly films for individuals with special needs, children. And I thought that was pretty cool because children with autism usually have a sensitivity to sound or light, which them going into a traditional movie theater setting is not conducive to them having a great experience. And I think this is just a a really great start on bringing awareness to autism in that piece of modifying the movie theater on their behalf. And that's pretty cool. And That information was actually on the autism-society.org website. They also have the information about the theaters that provide the the sensory films in each state. And so, of course, I looked up Wisconsin. And for Wisconsin, we actually have three AMC theaters that provide sensory-friendly films. 
One is Mayfair Mall AMC Movie Theater, which is in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. The other is Star Johnson Creek, which is in Johnson Creek, Wisconsin. And the last is the Desert Star 15, which is in Baraboo, Wisconsin. So check those out. Spread the word. Share the information with people. And just go out and support and bring awareness to autism. All right. So we are going to get into the nitty gritty of episode one. So... Uh, about a week ago or so on Facebook, it was a man, Steve Stevens, who murdered a man on his Facebook Live, which was so sad to see that. And as I watched and read the different news articles that was coming out about it, two things came to my mind instantly. Number one, mental health is serious. And number two, how important are relationships to us as humans? And the second one I felt really resonated with me for the simple fact of I think we as humans can sometimes take relationships for granted. And when I'm talking about relationships, I mean friendships um, and intimate relationships, the whole gamut. Not just one specific type of relationship, but them all. And in Mr. Stevens' video, well, um, we'll go back a little bit. So, um, Mr. Stevens murdered a man on his Facebook page. And he was on a three-day manhunt where he ended up in Pennsylvania. And he was noticed by an employee at a McDonald's and they were able to call the police. But I um, remember from NBC news, it talked about how he didn't want to wait for um, something else of his order. And he left and the police were catching up to him and he ended up shooting himself and um, dying. He committed suicide. And that is so unfortunate because I think for me, a question is if he had strong relationships, do you think that he would have did what he did? So meaning murdering the man on Facebook live and, and then he also stated that he killed like 12 to 15 more people, but Um, The research I was gathering, those other murders were never substantiated. Just that one that he committed on Facebook Live. Um, But to get to the question of how important are relationships, it stemmed because Steve's videos he put up, he talked about his relationship with his fiance and his mom and he highlighted about him working as a case manager and always listening to other people's problems but when he would talk to other people about his problems they would never acknowledge them and dismiss him and evidently he felt some type of way about that because he seemed pretty upset about that and just acknowledged how people 
think that his problems are not a big deal and they are. Um, and when he tried to tell people what he was thinking and what was going on in his head, nobody took him seriously and nobody listened to him. And one thing about us as humans, relationships are so important to us. They are so important because we are social, social creatures and we feel the need to connect with others as relationships contribute to our happiness in our lives. Um, and when we are in healthy relationships, and again, this mean, meaning friendships or intimate relationships, we feel better and we are happier. We feel that sense of belonging and we know that we have that support system that we can go to when things aren't the greatest in our lives. And when our relationships aren't good, we can sometimes go into that place of loneliness of feelings of loneliness, which can eventually turn into depression, which can lead to those somatic symptoms. So those physical symptoms, we may feel those aches and pains, stomach aches, headaches, high blood pressure, things of that nature. And I think many of the times people who are not well-versed in mental health may not know what to test to say to somebody or to their friend or family or husband or wife about what they're sharing if it's something so detrimental to their mental health and well-being and I think we need to take a step back and think about okay for those who may not know what to say how can we better equip them or provide them the tools with what to say when somebody comes to them with those issues first I think it's just flat out listening to that person being that listening ear and saying nothing but just listening and once done I think it's taking that next step and asking them, do they feel that that they should seek professional help? And of course, we, we want to hope that that individual will say, yes, I think I do. But in the crossfire, if they don't, I think it's good to kind of have that backup conversation of talking about the benefits of seeing somebody who is a professional, who knows what they're doing in this field and have worked with so many people within those situations. And hopefully that'll make that person want to try and talk with um, either a mental health professional or even their healthcare provider who um, many times would lead them in the direction of a mental health professional. So as I was reading just, you know, on the importance of relationships and connections, I stumbled across um, a few facts that I thought were pretty cool to put out there um, to just highlight the importance of relationships and how important they are to us. And one thing I came across was that people with strong social relationships are 50% less likely to die prematurely. So meaning you have a strong social connection with somebody, you are less likely, you are less likely to die younger. Wow, 
That's that's something. That's something. I thought that was pretty cool. Um and I think that not so good relationships and again, relationships meaning friendships, intimate relationships take us down that slippery slope where things are starting to look bleak and gloomy but it's the question then becomes how do you maintain healthy or positive relationships and a few tips for that would be speaking up so in the relationship holding each other accountable And talking about what may be bothering you instead of holding it in. Respecting each other. Compromising. Because you want to try to solve conflicts in a fair and rational way. Being supportive. So being able to build each other up when each other needs it. And not slamming each other and keeping each other down. And respecting each other's privacy. Because at times, people may not want to share. But I think it's good for people to still know that you are there. Just by, it may be sending a quick text to be like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Want to check in on you. You know, you don't have to necessarily force them to want to talk and share things. But just letting them know that that you're still there for them when they are ready to talk. So how many of us can say that we have those healthy, good relationships? I know I do. I have several great friends and a host of family that I know I can talk to about whatever may come my way. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And you guys just don't know how grateful people are to have good healthy relationships and those who are thinking "Mm, I don't think I really have that many people then let's figure out how to build that relationship with people or get closer to people to have that solid support system Um, before we wrap up episode one of the evolving cheer podcast i would like to end with the quote of the day and the quote of the day again ties in relationships which reads relationships are more important than life but it is important for those relationships to have life in them and this was by swami vivekananda which the last name is spelled V-I-V-E-K-A-N-A-N-D-A. And I just want you guys to hold on to that quote because I think that just speaks volumes, just reiterating how important relationships are, especially when they're cultivated and when they're healthy and good relationships. Um, wow, this was the first episode of the Evolving Chair podcast. I definitely was nervous, but I know this is just the beginning and I'm so excited just to see how much I will evolve through this. And I hope you guys will stay tuned to see my evolution 
with this. And I'm hoping to hear your feedback as you're evolving along your journey as well. So remember, if you have questions and comments and feedbacks about today's show, please email me at tecpodcast2017 at gmail.com. You can check me out also on my website at theevolvingchair.com. And until next time, peace.